it's Pat Gray for Glenn today, uh, joined by producer Keith. Uh, on the podcast, we talk about the fact that the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill actually costs zero dollars. Oh, I love it when stuff's <laughs> on sale. How great is that? Right? 3.5. None of us have to pay a nickel for it. They should have so led great. with that, don't you think? Yeah, I think they should have. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into the specifics of that. Also, Jen Saki uh, standing there lying to us, as always. We'll get into that. Got some good news, actually, about people pushing back on some of these mandates and some of the nonsense. Uh, and some good news for your pet. Right. You can never be too careful in the age of COVID. We have some products that you will want to take a look at. Definitely. Keep your pet safe. All that and lots more coming up on the podcast. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Pat Gray for Glenn today. He's uh, just finishing up his Mercury One speech from Saturday night. So we think he'll be done any minute now. Um, <laughs> is that the longest speech in the history of mankind? That's what it I It was hear. excellent, but long. Uh, 20 minutes. That's what it was supposed to be, 20 minutes. 20 minute speech. <laughs> oh, how long did it end up being? 17 hours, something like that. I, I think it was 17 hours and 20 minutes. So it was really close. Uh, anyway, we got uh, the harassment of Kirsten Cinema that continues. And it's just unbelievable that this is allowed to continue. We'll have that and lots more coming up. Uh, all right, Kirsten Cinema. Seems like uh, Kirsten is a female, if I'm not mistaken. Is that important anymore? I, I guess not, because we're supposed to not. Uh... Point of personal privilege. Yeah, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Please do not use, use gendered gender. language to okay, right. to address That's everyone. That's a good point. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, is it okay to to mention the fact that they're harassing a woman? It used to be in the old days that, I don't know, we protected women, that uh, stalking women and following them into a bathroom would be frowned upon. And that just isn't the case anymore. Today, they're doing the Boston Marathon, and uh, these people from the activists of Living United for Change in Arizona, Lucha, is... um, apparently planning to bird dog cinema at the Boston Marathon. When is enough enough? There's a coalition known as the Green New Deal Network. I guess they're the ones that are going to be at the Boston Marathon today. It was uh, Lucha who was who was at the uh, who followed her into the bathroom. Uh, it just it's unconscionable to me and it seems to be accepted now that I mean, you've got the president of the United States who said it's part of the process. What do you mean it's part of the process? Following women, harassing women, going into the bathroom, filming them, yelling at them as they're in the stall. And by the way, the the woman who was filming was was standing in front of uh, Kirsten Sinema's stall. Then a guy came in to the bathroom as well. Uh, Hmm. 
can this be? Okay, it's not okay. It is not okay. And yet it continues. And today, I guess they're gonna they, what they call bird dog her. Uh, my producer Keith is is here with me today. Um, do you have any idea what bird dogging is? Oh my gosh, you're gonna make me Google this earlier in the show. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what bird dogging because I I guess they're just gonna run with her, follow her. Uh, I bet. Uh, you know they're not going to make it the entire <laughs> way. They're probably just going to run for like 100 yards and then hand it off to hand the next to somebody adjutant. Else. Yeah. yeah. Let's see here. Bird dogging. Uh, let's see. Yeah, just it just says um, search out a pursue with dogged determination, which means since they're not in shape enough to run this marathon, there's probably going to be 100 or so of the activists yeah. just each taking one section of the race. But yeah, it's and this is to this is to get her to change her mind on the three and a half trillion dollar build back better act. <laughs> she doesn't want to spend three and a half trillion dollars, even though we know uh, that's all free, you know, to most uh, American people. It, it's free to most of us. It's zero dollars. They have the unmitigated gall to claim that $3.5 trillion really means zero dollars yeah. coming out of the, the, the U.S. budget. That's Common Core. That's, that's how we got Common there. Common Core math? Common Core math. Oh, that's, yeah. wow. That's 3.5 trillion, same as zero. It's the same thing. Yep. We've got them, we've got them saying over and over and over that it is uh, zero dollars. Yeah. Uh, do we have that? Uh, com- yeah, when they couldn't convince us, uh, convince Cinema and Mansion to spend this kind of money, mm-hmm. they changed their argument, and now it now it doesn't now cost anything. Now it's zero dollars. The reconciliation package would cost zero dollars. And best of all, the cost of these bills in terms of adding to the deficit is zero. 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 As I said to the president, I heard him say, this is a zero dollar bill zero because dollars. it's all going to be paid for with taxes on the wealthiest corporations and the wealthiest individuals. But at the end of the day, so Chris, I think what's important it. for people to understand zero. is that it's this zero piece dollar. of legislation costs zero. zero. We're going to pay for it all. It's not about a dollar amount. The dollar amount, as the president has said, it's is zero. zero. This bill will be paid for. This is a tax cut. Some have expressed publicly that they're not comfortable with the even though zero costs zero dollars. But in fact, the bill itself will not cost $3.5 trillion in the sense that it will be entirely or at least partly paid for. So the actual cost in terms of deficits will be smaller than that, perhaps even zero, although I think that's unlikely. Do you believe that President Biden's reconciliation package proposal, the one with the Mm $3.5 trillion in total spending, will cost Mm -hmm. zero and be fully paid for? Yes, I do. We talked yes, about price tags. She, she does. The, it is zero. Zero is what price it is. Tag on the debt. We're paying. Zero. We're going to pay for everything we spend. Uh-huh. So they say it's not, you know, people, understandably, well, you know, it started off at $6 trillion, Now it's $3.5 trillion, Now it's going, is it going to be $2.9. It's going to be zero. Zero. So are you now admitting that the plan does not cost zero? Or is it less than zero? Well, Let's let's not dumb this down for the American public here. What we're talking about is uh, how much oh, the ironic. top line investments are, which are all paid for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, it costs zero. No matter what the cost or size of the top line investments are, no we have ways what. to pay for it. And if it's yeah, a two trillion dollar spending plan, net net, it costs two trillion dollars. <laughs> no, 
No. Come on, bro. Well, I'm not necessarily sure about See? that. Zero. Zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. Zero dollar bill. Zero dollar bill. Zero. Zero costs zero dollars? It's going to be zero. So therefore, it costs zero. <laughs> zero. incredible. Zero. 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 What am I doing here? I don't know. What are you doing? Uh, it's going to cost zero dollars. So why do we need that trillion dollar coin? Because if it's zero... I, it's a good question. Right? We don't That's need... a really good question. Huh. That's just to eliminate the uh, the spending limit. Because we don't want to ever be limited in our spending at all. Ever. Uh, so I think that has to do with more of... Yeah, we can get away with this zero dollar thing. But later on, we might not get away with that. And so we need that trillion dollar coin in the bank so that we can just keep spending. Well, as we've discussed keep on your show that comes on before this one here, Pat Gray Unleashed, you know, why are we stopping at one one trillion dollar coin? Right. I think we should do a hundred. One hundred trillion dollar coins okay. for a hundred trillion dollars in debt. Got some breathing room there yeah. for future, you know, rainy day fund. Because think about it. We're already twenty eight and a half trillion in debt. This uh, three trillion dollar spending. If you don't believe the zero dollars yeah. of debt, uh, if you don't believe that, uh-huh. then it's going to be about uh, thirty one, thirty two trillion dollars. And you want uh, you want debt. some room to work with. And I want some room to work with. Mm-hmm. So this gives us sixty eight trillion or so to work with. I'll leave you. So to that should do get us math. through to January. <laughs> If we're lucky. <laughs> if we're lucky. Oh. If we really tighten our belts, maybe we could make it to January with an extra $68 trillion in debt. Uh, but the, the thing is, you don't even have to worry about this, America, because Jeff Bezos paying the whole bill. Is that right? Bill Gates, Donald Trump, those guys. Those are the ones who, although Donald Trump, he's not even on the, on the list of the richest 400 oh, yeah. Americans anymore. Mm. He actually... Is the first I know of since maybe Thomas Jefferson to lose money while he was in office. Wow. Well, that, that's going to happen when you don't take a salary for doing the job as yeah. president of the United States. right? Which nobody ever talked about. Nobody mentioned. Uh, but yeah, the rich guys, they're going to pay for the whole burden. So you don't need to worry about it at all. Oh, well, now I'm on board. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sold until you said it like that. You know, the companies that we all hate, mm-hmm. the mean big companies that make a lot of money and the the mean owners of those mean companies, mm-hmm. they're the ones who are going to foot the bill for this thing. So we don't have to worry so about it at all. So now we can get Warren Buffett to start paying his Warren fair Buffett, share. Yeah, finally finally pay a little more than his secretary does. It's about time. Wouldn't that be nice? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'd like to know who his secretary's tax person is <laughs> if she... If she is paying more than, <laughs> than her boss because something's radically wrong there. Yeah, somebody's yeah. taking you to the bank. <laughs> they really to the are. Well, somebody's going to the bank. Somebody's money from, <laughs> from uh, Warren Buffett's yeah. secretary. Mm. Uh, and it's wrong. And that I, is wrong. I think it should stop. And that's not talked about enough either. That's, it really isn't. Mm. Really isn't. So here we are in the midst of this thing and i i don't know if they're going to get kirsten cinema and bill Manchin or joe Manchin to to cave on this or not i don't know they've been holding out pretty well so far yeah i mean in Manchin, even to the point where he was calling out chuck schumer uh for ripping the gop so i mean this i don't know where this spine came from uh for joe Manchin, but uh i don't it, either because yeah. he was we had no confidence in he him always at caves all. at the end Every single time. And for some reason, he got some gumption this time. 
and he seems to be sticking to his guns. Doesn't it feel good to finally see Democrats having to yes. convince their own membership to vote in lockstep? It's always sure the does. other way. I love this unique experience that we're witnessing here. And and the longer this drags on, the longer this 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 draws out, and as we hopefully uh, run out the clock on uh, complete power for Democrats in D.C. I love and it. We'll just see if it. We'll see if it holds up, but so far it, it has, and you're right. It is great to see the the Democrats having to worry about this because it's usually it's usually Republicans mm-hmm. with uh, Lisa Murkowski um, and all the other fringe people and now in Mitt the party, Romney. and now Mitt Romney yeah. uh, that are yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for impeachment because it's the right thing to do. Uh, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have colluded with the Russians. You know, doing stupid, believing their rhetoric and falling into the Democrat trap. And I hate seeing that time and again with the Republicans. Yeah, and usually, like the Republicans will have, you know, fifty-four, fifty-five seats, and they'll still mm. not have the majority when push comes to shove for a vote like this. Here, it's a razor-thin margin for the Democrats, and they've got no room for error, and yeah. this is fun to see. And apparently, there's some Democrats in the House that are also not on board, and we're not hearing about that at all. Mm. Uh, but for the first time over the weekend, I started hearing that the, there are some House Democrats who are really opposed to the $3 trillion uh, budget as well. And the Democrats just keep saying it's two people in the way. There's two people. N- no, there's two people in the Senate, but there's more than that if you include the House. And you just may not be able to get this one jammed down our throats. And it was even in that montage where Biden is referring to the $6 trillion plan. Remember, Bernie wanted this at $6 trillion. And then they got it down to $3.5 trillion. But now they're having to make this case that it's uh, not a cent at all. All that yeah. stuff we told you about the three and a half trillion, the six trillion. Nah, it was it was a joke. It's zero. It's really <laughs> just zero. So we'll see. We'll see. I like this. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program, and we really want to thank you for listening. Officials are urging people to get vaccinated. Of course, as more and more people are traveling. Again, I guess. Um, but the big picture for COVID-19 in the United States is looking a little bit brighter. You wouldn't know that to listen to the news reports. You wouldn't know that to listen to the Biden administration. You would think that it's the worst it's ever been. New infections and hospitalizations are down. And they're they're down by a lot, actually. Um, with uh, 56%, more than 56% of the U.S. population fully vaccinated, the number of people who are getting their first shot is trailing behind those who are getting their booster shots. Wow. Already more than 7 million fully vaccinated Americans have received boosters. So they're, they've already got their third shot. And then pretty soon we'll be hearing about people who've just gotten their fourth shot. And then after that, we'll hear about the fifth and then every year, you'll have to get a booster shot. That's my guess. I think this is going to be just like the flu. And maybe at the same time, you'll, you'll get another vaccination booster shot, and you'll get your flu shot at the same time. And will companies mm-hmm. enforce that kind of mandate too? Yes. 
Like, when's the last time you yeah, had you gotta be, your COVID shot? You've got to be current hmm. on your booster shots. I'm, they're just going to keep lapping me. <laughs> no. Fortunately, you're working at a place where they're not doing that, at least for now. The at, leadership at, here. Yeah, leadership is here has been great. So grateful Tyler's for Tyler's been awesome. And uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, there's so many people listening to this show right now who don't have bosses like that with yeah. that mindset. And that's right. terrifying. It is. It is, because how do you decide, okay, am I going to continue to feed my family, or do I have to go and get a shot I just don't want? Well, why don't you want it? There's nothing wrong with it. It'll protect you. Again, aren't you protected? (laughs) You're protected, right? Right. Well, yeah. Then why do I have to get protected? I have to be protected from you. Well, that's what your shot is for, right? right? And that's what your second shot was for. And that's what your third shot was for. That's how we were sold it, right? Uh, yes. Well, we were, sh- we were sold it just the first go around. I mean, all this stuff, like the booster thing, that's a, that's a new thing. That's, that's brand yeah. new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the U.S. averaged 95,917 new cases a day over the week ending on Friday. Okay, now that sounds like a lot, and it is. But that's a 44% decline from the peak average in mid-September. Yeah, I got September 13th. Wow. I'm looking at it. We've been on a steady downward slope ever since then. So a, a so good what month. was the number then, does it say? Oh, gosh, my cursor. Hang on. Because, I mean, 44%, so that's almost double. You would have been at 150 or 160. 175. 175. Was the seven-day average back on September 13th. 175,000 a day. Mm-hmm. To what you said now. Now it's 95,917. That's, f- well, that's a big drop. The national number of people fighting the virus in hospitals is a 35% drop from last month. So things are definitely trending in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess there's still pockets of increases, but the nationwide, it looks good. The Northeast is really <laughs> going through uh, a rough time right now. The Northeast? What? Mm-hmm. I thought that things were going great in, nor- in the Northeast. Some of the most... Uh, Everybody's vaccinated. Vaccine-compliant right? uh, states. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got the vaccine huh. passport. So you can't go anywhere without the vaccine passport. Well, see, what happened was huh. a lot of people have uh, not gotten vaccinated and they're just running rampant just spreading it everywhere Bastards. right that's what oh it is oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> killers murderers yeah have we put them in jail yet are we jailing people who are running around naked without their vaccination <laughs> yeah and don't be blaming the southern states and, and people from texas that aren't getting vaccinated as as far as the northeast goes we're not visiting you okay we have no reason to go up there we don't want to see and that we don't have passports so right, it can't you. be from us so it's not us. it's not us they'll right. probably try to tell you it is us because they're trying to pit us against each other yeah but it's not us uh, all right, let's go to uh, Bill in Florida. Hey, Bill, you're on the Glenn hey, Beck program. Hey, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing good. Long, lo- long-time caller, first-time listener. <laughs> I got to thinking, mm-hmm. you should not be surprised if the government is finally telling the truth that this $3 trillion bill is going to cost nothing. Mm-hmm. Because absolutely everything the government does costs nothing. To them. Right. right, because the taxpayers are paying for it all. Right, yeah. 
And and the interesting so thing about that telling the truth. That is very the true. Telling the truth. Yeah, that's true. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bill. Uh, unfortunately, what they really mean is that it's free to all taxpayers except the terrible, evil, rich ones who haven't been pulling their fair share. Mm. They're the only ones who are going to pay. Uh, the only ones who are go- going to pay are the rich corporations and the rich corporation owners. Those are the ones who are going to pay for this. Just the evil rich ones. Just the evil rich people. Which, of course, you can't pay for it just from the richest Americans. You can't. There's no way you're going to pay a three and a half trillion dollar debt with just the upper one percent of people. There's no way. You, you can't do it. I think you forgot the earlier portion of the program where we've already discussed the solution, Pat. And that was printing the trillion-dollar coins. Yes. Then you don't have to tax anybody. Right, right. right. You just make it, the coins. They're just not talking about doing enough yeah. of these coins. Because why would you stop at one? If one's good, why isn't 100 way better? $100 trillion coins. Wouldn't that put us in easy street for a really long time? Like, Yeah, breathing yeah. room. It got breathing room. I want to see the trillion-dollar coin on a commercial on TV <sighs> so we can order it from home. Just order your own trillion-dollar coin. The, the U.S. Mint. Yeah. Trillion-dollar coin. Double eagle. Each individually fired and minted with your own personalized certification of authenticity. And it'll say right there on the coin, <laughs> one trillion. Yeah. And you could put it on your I mantle. I want that. That would be cool. Oh. And why not? It's it, it's meaningless. Uh, it's backed by nothing. It's backed by air and pixie dust. So... Uh, you might as well just get, send every American a trillion dollar coin. That's literally what this government is running on these days. It's pixie dust. Well said. Yes. Uh, Tony in Colorado. Hi, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, good morning. Hey. Thank you for letting me speak up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to ask why we don't just face down and, and take out the Goliath in the room uh, when we talk about the supply chain shor- shortages globally uh, the docks are now and have been for a long long time controlled by unions and the movement of goods controlled and moved out of those docks mm-hmm. is controlled by unions the strongest unions in the united states and in europe and the biggest <laughs> contributors to the democratic party and the left yep. why don't we call them out for what they are mm. thank I, you yeah i don't know but that's a that's a good thought thanks tony yeah I mean, unions have been in control of the docks, what, since the 20s, Mm. 30s, maybe before that, the 1880s-ish, but I'm sure the unions are not to blame for this. Um, (laughs) I'm sure if that came up, you'd have the administration jumping in and defending them at every turn. Because you can't have that. You can't have the unions being blamed for this. That yeah. would just be wrong. And some of the unions are still upset about some of these uh, mandates, <clears throat> right? So you, you got to play nice with them for right now. The unions are upset about the mandates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nice job on the uh, 1920s for Is it 1920s? doc unions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice job. Uh, by the way, Joe Biden's vaccine mandate uh, doesn't even exist, apparently. Now, he just said it, 
And they sent out a press release, and then everybody just thought, okay, well, we got this federal mandate from this executive order by Joe Biden. Uh, Not so much. Mm. According to a couple of Republicans, Ted Cruz being one, and who was the other one that was? Oh, it was um, Thomas Massey. Thomas Massey Mm -hmm. are saying that there isn't even a vaccine mandate uh, (laughs) in existence. It was a press release. (laughs) He didn't actually do an executive order. He just made the announcement, and then they sent out the press release, and then everybody panicked and said, oh my gosh. How many companies have changed their policy based on that many. tyrannical speech? Many, many companies have. And it's a mirage. Biden's so-called vaccine mandate doesn't exist, at least not yet. So far, all we have is his press conference and other such made-for-media huff-puffing, <laughs> according to this article. So, no such rule, even claiming to be legally binding, has been issued yet. Wow. That's why nearly two dozen Republican attorneys general have now publicly voiced their opposition to the clearly unconstitutional and illegal mandate. It's why they haven't filed suit against it, though, yet. Uh, because there's no mandate there's to, s- to bring into court. Right. <laughs> now, when there is a mandate, then, of course, these, these states will sue. But there isn't one yet. Yeah, so right now, if you get terminated for not taking the shot, then if you have a gripe, a legal gripe with your company for forcing that upon you, your company can't lean on some sort of federal statute or mandate because one does not exist. Good times. (laughs) What a weird time we're in. Isn't it? It's just unbelievable. Uh, 888-900. No, it's 888-727-BECK. Uh, let's go to John in Tennessee. John, hi. You're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat Gray. Hi. 25-year truck driver. Uh, there's more trucks on the road today than there ever has been. Uh, manufacturing went to an as-needed component uh, requirement, so the trucks are delivering them as needed within three or four days of being put on into the product, whether it's grocery, food, you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, auto everything. So... They're using the trucks as a short-term storage. There is no on-the-shelf storage for these manufacturers anymore. The other thing, too, is during COVID and everything, everybody went to buy it online. So all that stuff has to be moved by trucks before it can get to, you know, from point A to point B. Right. So, I mean, there's, if you, you guys know, you drive around in Texas, you see, you know, one truck after another after another going through Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah, yes. it's just it's not it's not enough drivers. It's just that we've changed the uh, way we do business. So the trucks the trucks deliver it, and then where does it where does it wind up? All right, I was in Grapevine, Texas, here about a month ago, and I sat for four days with a loaded truck to offload. They took product off my truck that they needed and left the rest of it on the truck until they needed it. I sat there four days. You sat there for uh, four days at what? The grocery store? Days. At a grocery no, store? It was at a it, it was at a clothing supply uh, building. Hmm. Okay. They, they we drop we deliver it to the building. They deliver it to the store. Wow! And wow. four days, and they only took the product off as they needed it. So these there's a lot of trucks out there with product in them, but they're not you know because of the mass ordering online and stuff. 
they can't get the product off the trucks fast enough to the uh, to the mail rooms and stuff to deliver it out. Well, John, John, I have a quick question for you. Whether you're sitting at a warehouse in Grapevine, Texas, or you're sitting at the port in Los Angeles, are you getting paid yep. for your time of sitting there, or is it by load? Uh, I get paid by the mile, so my end is okay. basically by the mile. So when I'm sitting somewhere, I get, you're not you know, paid. get paid. Yeah. Uh, right. Isn't that uh, screwing up do. your company too? Isn't that kind of messing up their yep. delivery schedule? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's the whole system and mm. sometimes I do get uh detention pay, sometimes not. It just depends on on who you're driving for and who you're delivering for. That's crazy. Wow. So when people are sitting there for 4 days and they're not getting paid, I'm not sure I'd continue to sit there. <laughs> but but you do just start pulling it out of my hand. Well, yeah. If 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 you own if you own your own trailer, what are you going to do? You can't leave your trailer there. Yeah, and that, the right. company the company refused. They refused to cross dock it. You know, so I get paid. I get paid a little bit mm. each day for being there this time, but mm. it's not as much as I make when I'm moving. Yeah, God. that's unbelievable. You know, so. It's abusive. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. Oh, what a crazy situation! And never thought we'd be in a situation like this in the United States of America. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Jet Saki, we just saw this on the four minute buzz a few minutes ago. This is incredible that this continues to happen. This, this is the spokesperson for the president of the United States. Uh, and what was it he said a while ago? The buck, the buck stops with me. Uh, no, <laughs> he never accepts the buck stopping with him. Has he ever said, "Yeah, that's that's on me"? I don't. Uh, no, that's never happened. Uh, but but Saki was asked about because they were expecting was it five hundred thousand new jobs into the economy. Last month, and instead, they came up with like 192,000 something. Here's her answer. What do you make of these really terrible polls? Uh, are they that he's doing something wrong? Is it just the communication, or is it he's doing popular things that have to be done? Something else. Sure. Well, look, I would say that this look, is a really I, tough time in our no. country. Mm-hmm. We're still battling COVID, uh, and a lot of people thought we'd be through it, yeah. uh, including us. Uh, and we, because mm-hmm. of the rise of the Delta variant, uh, because of the fact that yeah. uh, even though it was a vaccine that was approved under a Republican administration, Trump. Uh, even uh. though uh, we now have full FDA approval, uh-huh. and even though it's widely available across the country, we still have a quarter of the country who have uh, unvaccinated, less than that, uh, 20% of the country. Right. Who decided not to get vaccinated? No question okay. that's having an impact. Wow. Okay, so there they are. Once again, pitting Americans against Americans. It's those damn unvaccinated people that are causing this situation. <clears throat> if it wasn't for Donald Trump, who left office 10 months ago, and you unvaccinated idiots, uh, we'd be fine right now. The numbers would be skyrocketing because we're geniuses wow i mean it how long can this continue before we're at each we're already at each other's throats half the time the rhetoric is already ridiculous and inflammatory almost non-stop uh going on twitter you see the cesspool that that is 
and how Americans treat each other uh, there. We just, we actually had someone wishing death on, who was that? Was that the... Uh, oh, oh, that was the, uh, that, that was a guy in Lithuania. That's right. But... The guy in Lithuania was, all the time. was complaining about the fact that he can't go anywhere because he's unvaccinated and he doesn't want the vaccine. So he can't, he said he can't participate in society, which is coming here, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And if, so people are actually wishing him death because of it. Yeah. He, he posted a thread on Twitter, which oh, should geez. serve as a cautionary tale as to where we're heading if we don't stop, just like you were mentioning, uh, Kyrie Irving, uh, stop accepting this this new normal of vaccine passports in order to participate in society. Kyrie Irving is a superstar in the NBA. And uh he has just said I'm not I'm not being vaccinated. No. And there's a a rule or an order in place. I don't think they passed anything through their legislature, did they? I think it's another it's, executive it's, it's, order. It's, no, it's, yeah, exactly. New York yeah. City, De Blasio. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yep. Through executive order, they're doing the vaccine passport, so he can't he can't go to the the basketball arena because he's not vaccinated, so he can't play in his home games. Guess they didn't see this curveball huh. coming, huh? 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 One of the biggest superstars in the NBA won't play in forty one games this year. The reason people are going to see that team play. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to hold up. I would guess no. Because that's going to cost them dollars right there. Mm-hmm. That's going to cost them dearly. I would love to, to be eavesdropping on NBA front office calls right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. To his credit, LeBron James, who I'm no fan of, but even he has said, look, I'm not going to demand that my teammates are vaccinated. That's between them and their maker yeah and people on the left are uh, upset at him yeah or they're for, really pissed why aren't you a spokesperson you should be setting the example tell your teammates to do mm-hmm. this back off why aren't you trying to be uh, a dictator <laughs> why aren't you trying to oppress your teammates why aren't you taking away their will that's just wrong you should be forcing people because force forcing people to do things against their will is good Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It seems to be, to me, uh, it's the exact opposite. Force is a tool of Satan. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you were talking about the guy in Lithuania whose, <clears throat> um, you know, co-workers mm-hmm. have wished them death. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just basically uh, this impassioned Twitter thread where he was going through, here's what life is like with these vaccine passports. You know, basically saying um, we can't work, we're not getting paid, we're mm-hmm. not allowed in grocery stores, we're having to buy food like a Soviet-style economy on the black market, my kids aren't allowed to go to a dentist. This is what is happening. Lithuania should serve as the warning for the rest of the world. Isn't that interesting? Because all these years we've been looking out for a device that <laughs> precludes you from participating huh. in society, in the economy. Uh, what is the name of that? Uh, uh, uh. There's four words in it, and I think it starts with Mark. Okay. And I think it ends in Beast. Hmm. I mean, I'm a, I don't know. <laughs> and I think there's of the, of the in between. Mark of the Beast. Huh. You must have that, Mark, 
in order to participate in society. Seriously, how long until we have QR codes on our arms? I don't, not that far. I mean, that is not that far-fetched a question. It, it's, it's not. Like, not. Look this, how far we've come in this short of time. Hypothetically, it, it didn't seem like, <laughs> what, a year ago? We would even be having this discussion. We'd be right. trying to figure out, okay, I wonder what the old Mark of the Beast is going to be, huh? What are we thinking here? Yeah, and I don't <laughs> know that the Vax passport is the Mark of the Beast, right. but it certainly has some similarities it's to like, what we understand about all it. All right, all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, now we have a contender. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because how convenient would it be if you just put the mark, you know, I don't know, on your wrist? Maybe in your forehead or something. It's just a scan code, and you just scan your wrist or you scan your forehead. And you say, I can go in the grocery store and now? And you can go in the grocery store. I can go to yeah. NBA games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can play in the NBA game. Can just I, get that mark. Can I, can that I bad? go to the dentist, too? Yeah, you can go to the dentist. But I can't do those if I don't get this. No, you cannot. Oof. No grocery store, so no food. Mm. Nobody can come to your house because you won't get vaccinated. Oh, wait. So you can't have your groceries even delivered. Oh, no. We can't allow you to eat. Okay. You, we can't, uh, and of course, I don't know that I can allow you to live where you're living because uh, you're a menace to your neighbors. Wait, where do I have to live? I, we could find an island somewhere. Oh, well, wait, I'm Maybe. listening. Yeah, uh, but not a nice one. Uh, okay. <laughs> talking about a nasty island where there's nothing to eat and it's not warm and beautiful. Oh, no. Are yeah. they going to put all of us in New Jersey? <laughs> 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 Uh, then we have ESPN host Sage Steele. This broke last week that she she's already issued the public apology, of course, because she had the unmitigated gall to criticize Disney's vaccine mandate uh, on a podcast. So they've removed her from the air. And I, I mean, I don't think she's coming back. Are they going to allow her to ever come back? Gosh. This is the Disney Corporation. I was just watching over the weekend. Uh, Disney does these. Well, right now they're celebrating their 50th uh, anniversary of the opening of Disney World. So they have a really kind of interesting uh, documentary on the opening of Walt Disney World in Florida. And so they showed a lot of Walt Disney. That man must be spinning like a lathe in his grave. He would be so infuriated over what's going on in his company right now. He would not he wouldn't want anything to do with the Disney of today. This is just the opposite of everything he stood for. Anyway, last week, Sage Steele from ESPN told former Chicago Bears quarterback Jay Cutler on his podcast uh, that she didn't want to get vaccinated against COVID-19, and she only did so because of the company's sick and scary mandate. Well, they didn't like that. Mm-mm. She said, I work for a company that mandates it, and I had until September 30th to get it done or I'm out. I respect everyone's decision. I really do. But to mandate it is sick, and it's scary to me in many many ways. How dare you? How dare you, Sage? So then, of course, company came down on her, and she issued an apology the next day. I know my recent comment created controversy for the company, and I apologize We're in the midst of an extremely challenging time that impacts all of us. And it's more critical than ever that we communicate constructively and thoughtfully. Hmm. (laughs) So so in other words, probably uh, written by a suit. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, "Uh, sign right here, please. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So then a, an accompanying statement from ESPN uh, did not indicate whether she faced corporate discipline, but of course she was taken off the air, so she did face corporate. I mean, will she just be flat out fired soon? I, I, I would guess so. According to front office sports, she was removed from being on the air last week because of her comments. She also tested positive for COVID-19 and will be absent from Sports Center. Wait a minute. I thought she had the... For at least a week. She got the shot, right? Y- yes. So, wait a minute. I, yeah, I mean, she the, did get the shot. The president just told us. And she got COVID anyway. Oh, man. She will also not be hosting, and this has got to kill her. She will not be hosting the ESPNW Women Plus Sports Summit, which takes place October 18th through the 20th. That wow. would be heartbreaking right know. there. <laughs> Wait, If I can't attend the ESPNW uh, Women sure. and Sports Summit. Right. And the COVID got her out of that? Is, there, is life worth living? Or is this a punishment? Because that's almost worth getting COVID that you don't have to cover that event now. Oh, no. Shoot. Oh, boy. Really? I'm sick, and I can't go cover that. And hear about the WNBA and, uh, I don't know, women's soccer. Please tell me that they didn't say. Field hockey. We're going to show that Sage Steel. We're going to take away her access to the WNBA Summit. Yeah. (laughs) She's also facing uh, controversy for comments she made on the podcast about Former President Barack Obama's racial identity, which is sort of, when you listen to it, it was, I, I think her comments were insightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, uh, you know, because he's biracial like she is. Exactly. Um, white parent and a black parent. She said, well, congratulations to the president. That's his thing. I think that's fascinating considering his black dad is nowhere to be found. Right? He left him when he was a baby. So far, these are facts. But his white mom and grandma raised him. But okay, you do you. I'm going to do me. (laughs) Listen, I'm pretty sure my white mom was there when I was born. And my white family loves me as much as my black family. And her point was, his mom was there the whole time. His dad left him immediately. But who does he identify with? His dad, of course. Mm-hmm. Dreams from my father. Isn't that what it was called? It's been a while since we've talked about that. But, yeah. But you can't say that, I guess. I, I Even as a black woman, she still can't say that. Wow. And you're not even supposed to mention that Barack Obama is half white. That's verboten. <laughs> don't, even, don't even go there. Da, da, da.